Hey guys, welcome back to Energy, the feel-good podcast. I just want to start by saying a huge big thank you to everyone for your generosity, your kind words, and your deep love. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you, and sending you lots of love and light right back. The pre-podcast hurdle is now overcome, and now I can move forward as a podcaster, I feel. So there's not that added stress of the first thing, so... Thank you for all your amazing comments and encouragement. This week, I'd like to speak about the energy of meditating. Because I just think personally, it has made such a difference in my life. It's given me the platform to process things, look at how I'm feeling, ask questions, get answers. It's just really a connection to your higher self. And it's an ability that all of us can hone and amazing amazing opportunity to unpack discover feel calmer feel more content feel more happy i promise you i just feel so much better since i've started meditating i've been doing it for over a year now and it really does make the biggest difference right up front i was thinking how do you meditate it's this hectic procedure that the ancient sages only know how to do you've got to have reached a state of enlightenment before you can do it but that really isn't the case it is so simple i think there's there's just a few things you need to consider before you meditate while you meditate and you've just got to carry on doing it and carry on practicing and it does get easier better stronger there's so many ways you can do it there's so many high-tech ways you can do it nowadays with um the internet etc It is just a really, really amazing practice that I encourage everybody to give a shot. I think what happens during meditation is that it's an opportunity to connect to our highest wisdom, our higher self, the wisdom that is really beneficial to ourselves because it comes from us. I mean, it's a difficult thing to say, to talk about, but... You know, we generally base our ideas and our actions on what other people want, what they've told us, what we feel they want us to do. And meditating and connecting to your inner wisdom is just such a beautiful way of finding out what's right for you and what really suits you based on how you feel, how you are as a person, your experience, how you frame things, what you've been through, and nobody else can give you that kind of advice. And it's a resource that they don't tell you about in school, that not really many people know about. I certainly didn't know about it. But since I've been on this journey and I've discovered it, it has made such a huge difference in my life. And I'd like to share this with you guys. This inner knowing is part of a greater consciousness that we are all part with. Just being here makes us part of it. And it not only benefits ourselves, it benefits all those around us. When we are living our best state and our best lives, we can give so much more to everybody else. And I think there's just an all-round benefit and an all-round benefit to the planet. We are better people. It's just really something we should all be doing a lot more of, I guess. As we all know, life is crazy busy. It's multidimensional. And because of this, we need to carve out that time to give ourselves the space to process stuff to take that breather, to deal with any feelings that are coming up for us. And it's an act of constantly working on ourselves to get better, feel lighter, be more open, reaching a greater state of happiness and contentment. 
and just really becoming the best versions of ourselves. Not loving ourselves enough to give ourselves this kind of space to work things out and to feel and to realize can make life seem so much more brutal, so much lonelier and harsh. You know those times when you surprise yourself with the best idea or someone asks you, gee, where did that come from? Those are the moments I'm talking about that feel so good, so encouraging. The moments when we've accessed that, that inner wisdom and that higher self. We can all benefit from these brilliant ideas. I think so many of us have this habit of spending a lot of time putting ourselves down, telling us how stupid we are, silly, dumb, uncreative, whatever's wrong with us that we feel is wrong with us. We keep reinforcing that, that sort of belief and it is so destructive and so unnecessary when we realize that there is an inner light that is just so wise, so creative, so beautiful and amazing and we connect to it. We can change how we feel in our lives like we never ever comprehended before. In order to give ourselves that, that love and to accept ourselves a lot more, we actually need to acknowledge that there is in fact that block and that so many of us are schooled that way, we grow up that way to believe it's, it's not great to praise yourself, don't look within, stop daydreaming, come back. You know, and we sort of tend to rather focus on, on living our lives the way society wants us to live it or, or our um, th thoughts on how society wants us to live our lives instead of taking direction and guidance from ourselves. I recently watched this movie called Ugly Dolls. Um, it's an animated kids movie about how every doll has a kid on the earth to love them and about how all the ugly dolls battle to find that kid that loves them, but in the end, obviously, they do. But there's an amazing power song in this um, in the soundtrack called Unbreakable. And the words go something like, there's always going to be someone messing your head around, watching to see you break. So don't let them call you out. Brush away the shame and doubt. Remember what you're all about and then. Show them who you are. Show them that you're strong. Show them that you know where you belong. It's just such a such an amazing um, song, and there's obviously many more lyrics, but I think that's just the crux of it. And it it really tells us that there's a light inside every one of us, and until we acknowledge it, and until we grab hold of it and accept it, we are gonna live in a bit of a darkened state. The sad thing is there is an abundance of critics out there. And we don't need to be another one of them to ourselves. We should be our own cheerleader. I think people deflect from their own insecurities and show their lack of self-love by not accepting themselves, obviously, and by making fun of others. Because this is just a, a great way of not focusing on their own shortcomings. And if it's ever happened to you, if there's people out there that do that to you, just let them go. Let them go with love, forgive them, wish them self-love and start to heal yourself with the deep knowing that there's an incredible, wise, creative and beautiful inner self that's there for you, just waiting for you to connect. Each one of us is perfect and incredible and when we start seeing this and believing it, our lives change for the best. Before we give ourselves the gift of meditation, or quiet, that beautiful connection to our higher selves, 
we've got to start giving ourselves some slack. We've got to give ourselves a break. And we've got to give ourselves, obviously, a whole lot of love. Then we create the space where this energy inside of ourselves can vibrate, it can come out, and it can guide us. Louise Hay, which is one of my favorite mindfulness teachers, has always said that we lack self-love, and that's, that's the um, biggest issue a lot of us have. And the best way to get it back is to look in the mirror every single day, look into your eyes and say, you're an amazing person and I love you. At first it's difficult, you don't really believe it, you're a bit nervous that someone's going to peep in the window and see you saying it and laugh at you. But it's an incredibly powerful exercise because it really gets you to start thinking about that connection between your inner self and you and forming that relationship. And from that, this um, amazing, amazing uh, magic happens where you start to connect with yourself and you start to realize that you're not as bad as you've always thought. You do have this amazing side to you. You are creative. There is a power within you. And for the longest time, you just haven't accessed it. So before we talk about meditating techniques, know that the one secret to effective meditating is showing yourself more love, just giving yourself that space to grow and thrive without judgment of yourself and others. So obviously I love to reframe things, look at things from a different angle, experience a paradigm shift and come at a problem or an issue from a completely different side. And I did this with meditating as well. As initially I said to you, I thought it was like about these um, great sages that used to spend hours and hours and hours meditating and bringing down information from secret guides and things. And it's not necessarily about that. It's a very, very simple process of connecting with our true essence and drawing wisdom and amazing insights out of ourselves based on who we are, how we've looked at the world and how we've experienced the world and our and our sort of childhood and how we've grown up and it's really almost like a tailor-made way of getting insights and advice that suit us and only us if you know what I mean it's it's really a magical and and I suppose highly spiritual relationship with ourselves the second thing is to really get good at letting go I think you know our first thought in meditating is that you've got to try so hard to focus on connecting and breathing and, and doing all these acrobatic things like putting your body in a contortionist state and we're making it really difficult for ourselves so it's really about the focus should be on the the work that we do should be on letting go not any of these other things the biggest, biggest energy should be used on letting go, on just creating that space where you're absolutely giving yourself a moment of calm and quiet and stillness. Everything that's plaguing you, bugging you and important to you will always be there at the end of a meditation. So you don't have to worry that it's going to disappear. But just give yourselves that moment where you can just relax and be open to the meditating ritual, as it were. Don't have any expectations other than being quiet, being still, and being present. 
Don't try and achieve the perfect meditation on your first attempt. Know that you're probably going to need a few meditating lessons or, or moments. And love yourself enough not to be hard on yourself. Just remove that, pre- uh, that pressure and expectation. A lot of meditation teachers and mindfulness gurus speak about breathing as the starting point. Breathe in and breathe out. And they give you these like long um, explanations. And I can never link my breathing to theirs. So it always throws me. They seem to hold their breath or, or breathe out quicker than me. And it's always been a concern. But I think why they do it is because it takes your focus away from your mind running away. And it brings you into your breathing, which is a really good way of centering yourself. So don't be too concerned if you're not matching up to their breathing times. But breathing is a really great way of creating that centered approach where you can start to relax and begin the calm meditation process. Non-resistance is another point. Just not resisting any thoughts that pop into your head or worrying about things coming into your mind. Let them come, welcome them, let them be part of the meditation because the more you welcome them and acknowledge them, the less of them will come. And I did a meditation once at a show I went to see with a mindfulness teacher called Brandon Bass where she said, if you're battling with all these thoughts coming into your mind when you meditate, just literally welcome every single thought that was ever thought in the world by every single person into your mind. Everything you ever thought of, invite into your mind at once. And eventually you'll find that your mind becomes calmer, there's less thoughts coming in, and it's a really great exercise to reduce the amount of, of overwhelming thoughts that come in. And it will happen initially. It will be one of the things that kind of sets you back and makes you think, oh, meditation's not for me. I've just got too much of an active mind. But it's about practicing to calm your mind. That's, that's a huge part of the meditation process. Outside distractions is my personal favorite. Like the minute you start meditating, the loudest car will come past, the train, the airplane, the dog will bark, there'll be a bird outside, quacking at your squeaking at your window but just welcome those noises just know that they're part of the world and earth and don't try and create this um, world that doesn't exist there is going to be noise there is going to be interruptions and it's about how you deal and how you let your energy react to those interruptions so if you don't get freaked out by them and you don't get um, feel feel that negative sort of energy from them they won't have a negative impact on your meditation a good hack is stretching before or while you're meditating just feeling your body like start by stretching your arms stretch your back stretch your legs and really there's no perfect way to do it do what works for you it doesn't have to be an incredible stretch that a ballerina would achieve or a gymnast If you're not used to stretching and not used to exercising, it can be a simple little bit of a lean forward. Just really get your body um, going and your blood flowing. And there is endorphins released when you exercise and when you stretch. So that will help your meditation as well. It will just help you feel a lot more relaxed and calm. And stretch meditation is actually a thing as well, that you meditate while stretching. 
So give that a shot. If you're finding your mind's racing and running around, stretching is a really, really um, good alternative. Making sure you're comfortable. You don't have to be in a very difficult position. One of the yoga sutras, you can literally be sitting down, lying down. As long as you're not in a position that's going to get uncomfortable over time, and as long as you can still breathe and you're feeling pretty clear, any position really can work for you. Louise Hay also offered a great suggestion. In one meditation I was doing with her, she, um, well not with her, I mean she wasn't like literally here, it was on a CD, but she started off by saying first tense your whole body, clench your fists, tense your face, tense your skull, tense your legs, tense your toes and hold it for a couple of seconds and then let it go. And that very act of moving from tense to relaxed almost shoots you into a calmer state. It propels you forward into a calmer state. And I found that was was quite a beneficial um, way of moving from the open awareness to the more subconscious state that you need to be in when you're meditating. It just relaxes you so much better. So that's a, a lovely um, thing to think about as well and to try. If you live in a place where the sun comes through your window, onto your, your couch in the living room or onto your bed in the bedroom, this is also a super amazing um, tool you can use to meditate with because the sun does relax you. It does wash over you and make you feel calm and the vitamin D obviously has an amazing, amazing effect on you. So if you can meditate in the sunshine, providing it's not like blisteringly hot and coming down on you like crazy because that can be unsafe, the sun is a really good um, ally for meditating. Meditating first thing in the morning as soon as you get up before you eat is a great um, time to meditate. They, they do say that there's something very spiritual about those first moments before, after you've just woken up because the veil between the subconscious and the conscious is, is very thin. So you can access your higher power and your inner knowing a lot easier early in the morning so that's that's really a, a great time to meditate it's definitely the best time for me to meditate on the other side when you're a bit tired when you're a bit exhausted when you've had a hard day that's an amazing time because I think the ease to fall into a relaxation state is a lot is a lot more um, achievable connecting to your own energy or your energy vibration is also a super amazing way and that can be done simply by this hack you rub your hands together like this obviously you can't see on a podcast but I'm sure you can imagine if you rub them vigorously together and then you gently pull them apart probably like five to ten centimeters and then push them back together pull them apart you'll almost feel this magnetic resistance between your hands it's a really great way of connecting with your own energy and just convincing yourself that there is such a thing as energy and that you can create your own energy and that you are a vibrating being and just linking into that energy and that knowing of that energy um, makes you believe a lot more in the whole meditation process. Stimulating your sense of smell can also be a great way by lighting incense. That can make the, the space that you're in just smell more spiritual and amazing so drawing on all your five senses is really an incredible way to 
further enhance the meditation process. Another great suggestion is having a meditation mantra like an opening prayer where you can ask your guides, angels, God to assist in your meditation. So you can send yourself peace and love and clarity and prosperity and just at the beginning of the session talk to yourself, state your intention and this does like kind of open the space for a for a nice peaceful ambience. Again, you can use a sense of sight to stimulate your your um, meditative awareness. You can gather a few pictures of people meditating, doing yoga, beautiful sunshines and sunsets and and forest scenes, for example. Anything that makes you feel calm and relaxed and just really, really um, meditative, as it were. Put these all on a vision board and, and have them at hand so that you can look at that to, to sort of send you into a calm state of mind. You can use a question for a meditation as well. If you're battling with something, perhaps there's something that you need an answer on that you've been moving around within your head and it hasn't really come into clarity or you haven't really sort of solved it. You can offer that up as a question in your meditation, just thinking, I've got this new job. I'm not sure how to deal with this issue. Give me some insights, higher self, let me know how to proceed and just really sit in silence and that awareness should flow over you and you should the answers should eventually come to you. It's quite a nice um, technique to use in meditation as well, just asking that question. Just reduce the number of questions though, don't ask too many questions at once because that can be a bit confusing. You've got to know that you're brilliant, that you're a genius creator, and you've got to trust that there's this inherent ability inside of yourself to meditate. And once you trust that, it will happen. Initially, it might be difficult. You might battle a few times trying to get the whole process going, but maybe your initial few meditations are just on trying to create stillness, trying to create quiet and peace, and a time for yourself when you just relaxing, taking a break, it's almost like having a hot bath or when you give yourself the gift of some exercise or a great meal that really feels nutritious. It's like doing something for your body and for your mind and soul that that really is is really great. Remember that with practice you'll build the techniques. You might find different techniques pop into your mind. You might hear other people speak about things that, that worked for them. Be open to all these. Be open to experimentation. Pets is another one. I find every time I meditate, the pets are just drawn towards me and their energy is just so incredible. It's always amazing to have them in the same room because I think you can bounce off their energy. They've just got such beautiful, pure, amazing energy. It's lovely to have a bit of that in the room when you're meditating. Music. Music's another great um, aid to meditation, as long as it's soft, calming music. I love music uh, right now that's got flutes in it, bells and gongs tend to resonate through me when I'm listening to them. It just depends on the volume of the music. You can hear a bell or a gong and it's just amazing because it almost hits into the energy that you're feeling and it brings you back to the awareness of your energy and the space that you're meditating and it's just really magical almost and spiritual. So music is a really great way of meditating. 
I just think the secret is knowing that you can meditate and that you will find your flow. And you'll do this as soon as you let go of all preconceived expectations and ideas around meditating. And once you find your groove, you'll become addicted. It'll be like having access to a permanent coach or a permanent guide. That wisdom will blow your mind. And it'll come from your beautiful higher self, which is just, I mean, what an added bonus. Meditating is a gift you can give yourself. It's a space to gently unpack ideas, questions, look at barriers, address limitations. The opportunities are just endless. I've gotten into the habit of meditating every morning and I've never felt calmer, more in control, more forgiving of others, less focused on problems, more focused on opportunities. I'm better able to create and solve and I think contentment is just a word that encompasses everything I get from meditation. I just feel so much more content with my life at the moment. It's a place of true happiness. Uh, life just works out for you. You're still going to have difficult days. You're still going to get frustrated. You're still going to lose your cool. You're still going to feel negative. And you're going to be challenged. And you're going to feel fear. But... The difference is the way you can deal with it. It's just you just have this ability to deal with it so much better. You don't hold on to things as much as you used to. You tend to forgive a lot easier. Before you get angry at things, you sort of think, but hang on a second, I don't need to get involved in that. There's like this sense of non-attachment, non-judgment that comes with with the link to your inner self. You become, I think, a lot wiser which is what meditation has given me and I just think a lot better equipped to deal with with life so give it a shot see where it goes for you add a few comments of what worked for you or, or what was particularly resonant for you until next time I hope you've enjoyed this I hope it resonated with you and good luck try it out and join me each week for another podcast on all things energy until then, take care and show yourself lots of love.